Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Disney Time Podcast. I'm your host, Micah, and joining me today is my co-host, Rissa. Hello. How's it going today, Rissa? Doing all right. All right, cool. So on today's episode, we're going to be taking a look at favorite nighttime activities at Disneyland Resort. So we're going to look at the different categories, starting with the hotels, downtown Disney, California Adventure, both activities and then rides. And then Disneyland activities and rides as well. So you ready to get into this? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So Disneyland Hotel, um, there are three total hotels. We we went over this in our Disneyland overview. The ones that we're going to be looking at, so concierge level is is the first thing we have here listed. And Rissa, you actually experienced this, and, and we've talked about this before, but uh, what do you enjoy about nighttime at the concierge level at the Disneyland Hotel? So I really enjoy the concierge level um, at night, especially because it's a nice way to watch the fireworks. Uh, it overlooks downtown Disney, so it points directly towards the theme park. And you can actually see the tip of the Matterhorn still. Um, they pump the music through, and it's basically you get different um, alcoholic beverages, and it's a dessert buffet up there during during the fireworks time at, at nighttime. So it's a really nice place to chill out and, um, you know, get a free drink. So are you limited to how many drinks you can get or are you allowed to just keep getting some more? You can keep getting more. Um, the waitress just kept coming by and was asking us if we wanted more. But, you know, we, we didn't really want to. There's still kids around. Um, there's like activities for them to like color and, and whatever with crayons up there, too. So it's not really the, the place that you want to get, you know, hammered or whatever. So it, it's kind of classy. And they and they have uh, like food type deal there too. Yeah, it's all it's all desserts. So I think I had a macron that had like a raspberry, a fresh raspberry in there as well. Oh, nice! And the the drink you got was something to match that. Yeah, I think it was a raspberry mimosa, like a very light champagne type of drink. That sounds that does sound really fancy. Yeah, it's it's pretty fancy. Yeah, it's fancy. It, it kind of reminds me of like um, at the poly. They they have like you know you can you can be eating and then they'll pump the music too. They they do that at the resorts in Disney World like around the lake mm-hmm. Bay Lake. So if you're like on the monorail loop, you, and you have concierge or whatever, you can even actually at the beach too. But that's pretty cool. That did, so um, how did you access that? Did you, did uh, you have to have someone in your party that was that paid for it or something? Oh, uh, we actually got upgraded. Um... We opted to upgrade when we were checking in, so we were part of the concierge floor. So that uh, that gets included in the price of the stay. Yes, if you if you upgrade to concierge level. Do you, do you know how much it is when they do an upgrade like that? Is it expensive? I don't remember how much it is per night. It was probably around fifty to sixty dollars per night, um, additional. So divided by the four of us wasn't that bad. That actually doesn't sound. That actually sounds pretty reasonable. Yeah. That would actually like pay for drinks. <laughs> well, not only that, it's it's an all you can eat breakfast as well. So you can you can eat breakfast, and they have they have a, in the morning, yeah, yeah. They yeah. have like limited selections, but it's still a buffet breakfast that they have some options that are similar to what's at Goofy's kish, Kitchen. So okay, yeah. Well, that sounds that sounds really good for adding fifty to sixty dollars a night. Yeah, I don't remember what the pricing is for sure, but I think it was something around that range. Well, even if it was like a hundred a night or something like that, that wouldn't be too unreasonable. Yeah, if you especially if you utilize it. Right, right. All right. So the other uh, the other thing at the Disneyland Hotel we have listed here is Trader Sam's. So we've done this at nighttime. Um, what do what do you like about Trader Sam's at night? Um, I just really like the ambiance, whether you're inside or outside. Um, if you're outside on the patio, they have live music, so you still get that Hawaiian feel. Uh, if you're inside, it's a lot of fun. It's basically a, a themed tiki bar where, you know, some certain drinks trigger different things and um, the bartenders are really into their jobs. Um, when you order like a an oa, which is the big bowl type drink that's set on fire with um, a think it's sugar cubes and then you throw cinnamon into it um yeah you start chanting uh, oh uh, oh uh, you know so it's a lot of fun that does sound i mean i remember that that was a 
pretty good experience, especially if you can get in. <laughs> yeah, if you can find a table. Yeah, like they, they'll even limit you at the door. They'll have somebody letting people in and monitoring how many people are inside and whatnot. Yeah, the good thing about Trader Sam's is they actually have food too, and they've expanded their menu to include Tangaroa Terrace, so you can get full full food. Um, I think they serve a ramen as well. That sounds really good. Yeah, and then like sitting on the patio with the tiki torches and everything. That that's a good experience. Yeah, the one on on the patio is a lot more chill. Um, if you can't handle all the noise, definitely try to get some seating on the patio. Yeah, they they really play to that theme really well inside of Trader Sam's. I, yeah. I like it. It's really loud though, especially when they ring the bell. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. And they have collectible mugs too, like tiki mugs if you want to purchase one. Yeah. All right, cool. So that was at Disneyland Hotel. And the other two that we have here are at uh, the Grand Californian Hotel. So there's Storytellers Cafe Cafe that we have and Hearthstone Lounge. I think they're in the same area, right? Um, Hearthstone is inside the lobby and Storytellers Cafe is outside. I've never actually had the dinner buffet for Storytellers. I've only had breakfast or slash brunch. Okay. But yeah, it's a, it's, I mean, at night it's, you know, the buffet. So obviously it's, it's something that the whole family can enjoy. All right. But so Hearthstone, they have drinks. And they do. what have you, have you, you've done this at night though, right? Yeah, I had a nightcap. It was some mint type drink. It was a hotter, it was a hot alcoholic beverage. Um, I think we went during, no, it wasn't Christmas time. It was during summer, but <laughs> I just wanted a, a drink like that. Um, I think it had some Baileys in it and uh, some Kahlua. I don't know. It was a coffee-based hot drink. Would you say this is that's a good place to get a nightcap? If, I think so, yeah. It's okay. it's super chill. Um, sometimes they have a, a pianist playing at, at the Baby Grand out there, so it's it's nice. Yeah, you can lounge around and sip your drink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, cool. Let's move on to downtown Disney. So we have a few things uh, listed here. Uh, we have the buskers, the street performers that you know that you see when you're walking around downtown Disney. Do you have like a a favorite that you would stop for and and watch? Um, I always tend to stop for the magicians just because I've always been into magic, especially as a child. Um, I used to buy magic tricks and I used to always um, try to learn different things, even though I'm not very good at it. Uh, it's it's one of the reasons why I also like to stop at the the magic shop on Main Street um, just to see what they have. It's never ever anything new, but sometimes they have cast members that actually know how to perform the trick. So it's it's fun to see them them do it. Yeah, like um, Steve Martin used to be a yeah he used to be a one of the cast members doing the magic. So. Right. Yeah. There's also um, a few violinists that are really good that I think when I'm tired and my friends are in wad, I just sit there and listen to him. Maybe get a coffee or something and just sit there and listen. There used to be a um, like a, a guitarist yeah, that does like, like acoustic a Spanish, guitar. Spanish yeah. guitar, yeah. I don't. Spanish I haven't flavor. seen him in a very long time. I think he used to be. There used to be two spots I saw him. One was outside of Wonderground, but now that there's a magician there, and then one was like right outside of La Brea, um, the bakery. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Those were the spots I remember before listening to him. Yeah. And I, I, it's, it's enjoyable, you know. Yeah. You sit there and listen to him. It's nice and calm. Right. Right. All right. So we also have the Tortilla Joe patio listed on here. Um, do you like? If we were if you were to eat at Tortilla Joe's, would that be a good option outside at nighttime? I mean, sure. If you don't mind the downtown crowd, um, like they also have the the taqueria attached to it. So if you can't get a seat, um, it's the cheaper option where you can buy your tacos or a burrito or whatever, and then find a seat somewhere else downtown. Yeah, that's always that's always a good option to do. Yeah, when I went down with my choir, uh, my senior year of high school. We did end up just doing the taqueria because it was cheaper, you know, high school students. Right. And uh, we we just had the taqueria and then just, you know, walked around downtown Disney while we were waiting for the rest of our, our uh, choir. Sounds like a good time. Yeah. All right. So the next thing we have listed here is a, a bit newer. The, the food trucks at downtown Disney. That's another option now if you want to be more affordable. Uh, what, what do you think about those? I haven't actually had a chance to eat at the food trucks. I wanted to try the the Asian food truck because um, they have like a Asian street food. 
but I haven't tried it yet. Yeah, they, I mean, they just seem like a quick bite that you can get and then just enjoy uh, shopping or whatever you're doing downtown Disney. All right, so then the next thing we have is the downtown Disney stage. Um, they still have it up. It's close by the old ESPN area. What do you think? Do you think that's a good place for entertainment? I think so. It's kind of out of the way. I, I think they do it on purpose. Um, but yeah, I, I don't tend to stop by there. It's ten- I just tend to walk through there when I'm on the way, like walking back to my car, especially now that uh, the bridge is open. That's one of the areas that you walk through. So um, yeah, I never really stopped. To, to watch and dance or anything. Yeah, yeah. It's they I've I've seen, you know, like they'll have the DJ or they'll have a band or something up there and then some people will just dance or you know, you see the kids yeah. and they're like running around and dancing and stuff. That's that's always cool. I do see. know that the Philharmonic did um I think they performed there a couple of times as well. Cool. Yeah. I just never caught them, you know, when when they were down there. Right. The, the right. only time I did was when they were at Food and Wine one year, and I just mm-hmm. stopped and took a video of them. Yeah, so yeah, that, that's that's always a, like a good entertainment place, and uh, there's it's it's close to Earl of Sandwich, so if you're outside and you can you can hear the music and whatnot. Yeah. All right, so the next thing we have here is Ballast Point. Um, so that's that's always fun. What do you, what do you think about it? I love Ballast Point. Um, it's always nice to just chill. Uh, it's on the second story, so you can look down at, at downtown Disney and see the nightlife while you're just, you know, r- kicking back with some beer or some some uh, food. So it's it's a great time, especially with you ha- if you have great company around. I remember the first time we went there, it was just like we we went in the afternoon and then we didn't leave until it was already nighttime. That yeah. was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. So then we have Uva Bar Lounge, which is uh, right in the center. Yeah. So what do, what do you think about that? That one's a different feel, definitely, um, since they have more mixed drinks and you have a bit more of a sophisticated menu, even though it's still a bar and lounge. Right. It's it's really puts you into the center of, of downtown Disney. So if you really like feeling like you're in the center of it all, you know, that's a great place to lounge out. Yeah, it's great. Like you're right in the middle. Everything's around you. And you're like surrounded by everybody. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the last thing we have here for downtown Disney is Splitsville. Uh, what do you like about doing? What What do you like about Splitsville at night? Well, I especially liked it during the basketball playoffs, the NBA playoffs, uh, because they have a, a wall of of uh, TVs that you can see from from like even if you don't have a seat, their bar has like a patio that reaches out so you can see it from the fountain or just stand at the edge of it and they don't really kick you out um it's also a, a good time to just like chill out uh bowl some frames and whatever um if if the park is too crazy for you so i mean it's a bit pricey but it's it's still a good time um you can buy drinks buy food so yeah it's a good place to to relax so do you, do you like rent the lane or do they like, do you pay for games, or how does that work for the? You can you can do either. Okay, okay, yeah, just so, like a normal bowling alley. Yeah. So what did you? I know you guys did that one time. What did you guys like play a bunch of games or just like one game? We actually didn't do it at nighttime. Um, it oh, gets okay. a little bit more crazy at nighttime. When we were there, when when uh, the park had closed the day after, you know, we were supposed to be there in the park two days in a row, um, but we could only go to the park for the first day. So we wanted to do Splitsville at nighttime. Um, but they're like, Oh yeah, it's like a three hour wait. Wow. Yeah. It's cause you know, everybody couldn't, they couldn't be in the park. So they had to find other things to do. So we ended up, um, just walking around shopping, but yeah, it, it can get pretty crazy at nighttime. Yeah. That, that's especially now since, you know, downtown Disney's the only thing open, right? <laughs> it's probably going to be super crowded or, you know, they'll limit the capacity. I don't even think it's open. Splitsville, you know, yeah, indoor whatever, yeah. yeah, indoor activity, and uh, maybe their patios open. Yeah, yeah, the outdoor stuff. Yeah. All right, let's move on to California Adventure, and we'll take a look at the activities that we could be doing at night that we really like at night. First off, we have World of Color. I know that's a favorite for like a lot of people. How about you? I don't hit it up as much as I used to. Um, like if I have the opportunity and I don't have anything else to do at night, then yeah, I'll definitely go uh, to watch World of Color. It's it's such a great show. The, the problem is the park dump afterwards. Um, 
because everybody ends up at Disneyland. So I'd rather get the leg up on that and like start riding rides or, you know, doing other things in Disneyland. Yeah, that is some, that is a problem. I mean, people will just be like, oh, let's go over to Disneyland because yeah, <laughs> because the world of color ends and then they're like, okay, nothing else to do here. But yeah, Disneyland is the place that they go to usually. Yeah, it's usually. All right, all right. So another uh, one that we've done at night before is Lamplight Lounge. What do you think about that at night? I really like Lamplight Lounge at night. Um, I've never caught it when it hit world of color. We never timed it properly. But it's it's just such a great ambiance to chill out, especially when we were on the patio of of Lamplight Lounge. You get that fire. It was a bit cold though when when I went with my friends. So it's okay though it, if if the fire stays on the whole time. Um, ours tended to turn off a bit, uh, but it's it's still a fun time. You get to drink, uh, have have uh, some food, and you know just chill out with your friends. Yeah, so when we did Lamplight Lounge at night, uh, Nelson and myself and Thea and Zane, it was we were indoor. Um, so I think World of Color actually went on while we were in there, but we didn't really notice it. It was like we we're just in the lounge lounging and eating, and we didn't really notice World of Color going on, even though actually that was before they brought it back, so they didn't even have World of Color at the time. So what was it like at night compared to during the day? Being inside, no difference. Um, it's it's a little bit different because uh, during the day they don't have all the lights to give it that ambiance. Uh-huh. Uh, at nighttime, it's nice. Like uh, it's it's warm. Mm-hmm. The the light color is like yellow, not okay. not the you know white neutral one. Yeah. it's like yellowish. So it, it makes it feel warmer, like you're in a like a like a set or something like that. So. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And then, like, because they they really light up the wall that has all the picture frames and all the you know the memorabilia from Pixar stuff. It's it's cool. Nice, it's really cool. But then, like, the rest of the the rest of the lounge is a little bit dimmer. So yeah. it's it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. So that was that's Lamplight Lounge. Let's talk about the other two things: uh, Pixar Pier and AP Lounge first before we go through the uh, you know the different shows. So Pixar Pier at night. What do you like about it? It's just the lighting, especially the Ferris wheel. It's really eye-catching. And uh, if you can get it at golden hour, like right when the sun is setting and the lights are already on, you can get great pictures at it. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. How about how about like like the boardwalk style um, at Pixar Pier? Do you, do you like that, you know, since it's like a carryover? Yeah, it's it's really nice. Um, the, the lighting makes you feel like you're like at Santa Cruz or something where you're just walking a pier and um, the lighting really makes you immersed in, in the experience. I always love Disneyland and Disneyland Resort at nighttime. It's my favorite time. Yeah, it's awesome. And then it doesn't get, most of the time, if you're there, it's not too cold at night. So, you know, you get your sweater on, but it's not unbearable or something like that. Yeah, yeah. All right, so the um, the AP Lounge at night, What I don't think I've, I've actually gone at night. What about you? I didn't actually go at night. We went in the afternoon, but um, it, I'm pretty sure their menu doesn't change. They only have a few drinks up there, but it's a really nice view. You get to see that promenade um, like right at the edge of um, where the wine country is, where it meets like the, the, the Pacific Wharf area. So you can see all of Pixar Pier and you can like look out onto the balconies and, and it's really nice. So I, I picture being at nighttime to be a, an even better experience than during the day. Would you say that the wait would be longer though if Probably. it was nighttime? Probably. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> Let's take a look at the different shows. I I know a lot of or all of these that we have listed are, you know, defunct. So let's start with the um, uh, Electronica because I think that was the first one that we had, or the oldest one. Yeah, it's the oldest one. <laughs> uh, what do you remember about Electronica? Um, it just had really great music, and the lighting was super, super cool. They had like these spotlights that would uh, move around, and they would stop like right at the center of Hollywoodland, um, and you could like jump and take a picture, like you're getting abducted by a UFO. Uh, they also had um, Flynn's Arcade. Where right now, I think it's Captain Marvel's meet and greet. Uh, so that old building used to be Flynn's Arcade. And you get you, you can play like uh, video games, cabinet video games, of course. And yeah, they just had really great uh, themed drinks that we would grab and then go uh, ride Tower of Terror 
Tipsy Tower. So Oh yeah, Tipsy yeah. Tower. All right. So um after Electronica they had the Mad Tea Party. I know that was like an on and off thing that they were doing. Um, what do you remember about that? Do you remember the live band? Yeah, so they had both a live band and they had the White Rabbit DJ. So um, you got the best of both worlds. Uh, they had some pretty cool drinks too as well. Um, the thing I didn't like about Mad Tea Party as opposed to Electronica was Mad Tea Party got kind of rowdy and you tended oh, yeah. to see a lot of people um, sloppy. And you don't really want that kind of scene at you know, Disneyland Resort. So it's kind of weird that Electronica didn't get that way, but Mad Tea Party did. Uh, yeah, I, can, I, I find that kind of, Maybe it was because Electronica was an early version of, you know, before people figured out, oh, we can drink and dance, you know? <laughs> maybe, yeah. But I, I just didn't like the placement um, of it being right in front of uh, Monsters, Inc. Because, you know, that, that ride draws all the children Right. So it being in Hollywood Land, like right in front of Monsters Inc., it, it just it didn't feel right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But it's gone now, so <laughs> Yeah. So we don't have to worry about that. Yeah. It was still a fun time though. Yeah, it was. It was fun. I mean they still have drinks. Yeah. They, they still, still have, have the that, drinks. That, that drink lounge in that area by Monsters. I, I think I feel like I miss Electronica a little bit more, especially when Tron came out, they hacked uh, World of Color. And oh, yeah. nobody had any idea that it was going to happen, and like it was, it, it had already had the World of Color um, logo in the center. You know how they have like the the tiny sprinklers coming out, and yeah. it, it it just like they're tiny jumping, and it has World of Color in the center. All of a sudden, it buzzed out, and Tron took over, and it was like a, a full trailer of Tron. So yeah, I thought that was pretty innovative that they were. That they did that. Yeah, it was cool. So yeah, the last uh, defunct thing at night that we're saying RIP to is DJ's Dance and Drive that was at Carsland. Uh, so they actually moved DJ over to Florida and he's there now at Hollywood Studios. But uh, what what did you recall about DJ's Dance and Drive? Um, he just had like a lot. Of, he was like a souped up car. So he had a lot of uh, lights and everything. And, you know, the kids would follow him around and start dancing. And um, I just remember him playing uh, Usher, DJ's got us falling in love again oh yeah oh yeah over and over and over so you knew when because it was time DJ, right? yeah you knew when it was time to avoid cars land um because you could hear dj yeah i mean um i i liked it because you know my son would love to dance to that stuff and right. then they took it out and it's like oh they had the cast members come out and dance with dj and then um have the kids like show them the moves and stuff and the kids would copy them yeah and, that was what was fun about it, but you know, you would see a big crowd gather in a circle, and then you're like, "Okay, big crowd," you know. Yeah. So that's walk that's when around. you would avoid that. Yeah, walk <laughs> around it. You know, and that's not gonna happen now. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about best rides at night at, at California Adventure. So a while ago we mentioned Tipsy Tower, so now it's Tipsy Guardians. Yeah. You want to explain that experience? Yeah. So basically, you just. Uh you either double fist or single fist um, some type of alcoholic beverage and you babysit it until you get to a certain point in the line. The rule is you can bring it into the, the queue as long as you finish it before you load. So what we try to do um, is I basically get it to halfway and then once I'm they're about to load me, I, I down it. Um, so by the time I'm on the ride, I, I have a buzz going and um, it makes you just feel less... Um, like tense, even though you're not, you're like it's subconscious that you're you're tensing yourself. Um, it just makes you feel like you're floating more on the ride. Yeah, you get kind of loose. You're like, oh, I'm warm. You know, yeah. Like you're, you feel it. You feel that uh, alcohol flowing through you. Yeah, but if you get like um, motion sick or you know get nauseous when you drink, please don't do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, just if you can handle your liquor, uh, then you should do it. It's it's not advisable to do it with a stout. Um, just because it's so heavy, like I try to do it with beers, but it, it, I typically get a better feeling when I have like a mixed drink or a cocktail. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. I remember doing that too. Like I had the, I had the mixed drink and we're like, they're like, you guys were like, Oh, the line's only 30 minutes. And then we're like, uh, let's go. So <laughs> I felt like I had to finish it right away because I didn't know at the time 
that we had to we could bring it in line. Yeah. So, I, so that's when I downed it, and then by the time we got up, I felt the buzz. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it was kind of the inadvertent way of figuring that thing out, right? Right. You just have to play around with with you know how your timing is. Right. Right. Nowadays, I'd probably bring two beers, drink one in the line, and then have the other one at the top, and then down that. You know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could babysit the stout, and then have like the blonde at the top, or an IPA, something light, so right, it's right. not like weighing you down. Yeah, that's fun. It's a fun experience. Yeah. I, I prefer doing it at night because it just feels wrong to like day drink. So <laughs> that's why I like doing it at nighttime. I mean, you're, you're a California adventure. You I can mean, drink any time of the yeah, day. Yeah, <laughs> you can drink any time you want when the bars are open, but yeah. All right. So that was uh, Tower slash Guardians. Um, so now the other ones that we have here are outdoor rides. So we have Luigi's Rollick and Roadsters at night. Uh, what do you like about that? I just really like the the lighting that hangs across the center of the dance floor. Um, it it just feels really nice, and uh, it's like you're dancing at night, you know, but you're riding in a car, so you don't have to do the dancing. Right, exactly. It's fun because they have the string lights above. Yeah. And they light up, and then in the daytime you can't really tell, but at night it's really cool. Yeah, and I also like the fact that it's not as hot. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's one of the things I, I like about Disneyland at nighttime. It in California it cools down at night, so that's always great. Definitely, definitely. So still at uh, Cars Land, we've got Radiator Springs Racers. Now, what's your favorite part of that at night? I really like seeing the waterfall and the lighting. Um, I like actually riding it at um, sunset. Because by the time you, so you ride it at sunset. So when you're driving through the, the slower part, um, seeing the waterfall and seeing the rock formations, and then you go inside, it's nighttime. So then when you pop out, it's already nighttime. So it, it's like a continuous scene. That's why I try to time it around sunset. Yeah, that's a really good time to do it. Because it's like you go in and it hasn't set yet, but when you come back out, it's set. So yeah. it's like, oh yeah, continuation. Yeah, because inside the actual ride, it they set it at night. So it's a little weird when you pop out and it's daytime. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, so the other three here we have, we have got the Goofy Sky School because that's not part of uh, Pixar Pier. Um, what do you like about Goofy Sky School at night? I don't know. It feels scarier. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, it it just, I don't know, especially when it used to be Mulholland Madness, it felt better at nighttime. Um, just seeing the lights and seeing uh, everything alive. Um, it's it's nice lit up seeing California Adventure that way. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I like I liked it when it was Mulholland Mountain. It, you feel like you're you're racing on Mulholland Drive or whatever. Yeah, and I think they had like headlights on those too. Oh yeah, yeah, fun. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we've got the other two are uh, Pixar Pier. We've got Pixar Pal Around. Um, what what's better about this at night than in the day? <laughs> um. It's just the lighting. You get to see not only Disneyland Resort lit up, you get to see Anaheim lit up. Um, you can spot different spots in, in like the convention center and, and different areas in Anaheim. And it just it feels cleaner for some reason at nighttime with all the lights and the contrast of the colors as opposed to in the daytime where you can see the smog. <laughs> so, oh, okay. Yeah. I, I just like nighttime. Yeah, I, I think it... I think with Palaround, if you're in the the rocking ones that you know slide, you feel scared even more. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Maybe because you can't really see where you're going at night. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. It just it just adds to it. <laughs> All right, and then the last one we have for rides, we've got the Incredicoaster. So, what do you like about the Incredicoaster at day more than the night? I mean, at night more than the day. So, I think I talked about this last episode where with the Incredicoaster you have um, minimal projection mapping, but in the tunnel, you can really see like the when Jack Jack sets it on fire, they add that lighting and you can see it better at nighttime um, and then transition from the fire to the force field that Violet makes. Um, it's a lot better at night. And then they also have these spotlights when Jack Jack multiplies that you can see better at nighttime, whereas during the day, you just see a whole bunch of Jack Jack statues. But at night, it's like, oh, he's popping up here, he's popping up there type of thing. So it's like he's jumping around. Yeah, that's what I like about it at night as well. The the light really adds to the effect. Yeah, so. and I think a couple of sections on the, the track, they also light it up with spotlights. So 
um, that's pretty cool too. Yeah, you, you kind of need that darkness to get the lighting effects. Yeah. But it, I, I find it fun at day or at night, as long as you don't get stuck on the launch. Yes, that's, <laughs> that's a horrible experience. I, I think it's more tolerable if it's nighttime than yes, in the daytime. So. Because you're not baking in the sun. Exactly, exactly. All right, so let's, uh, let's move on to Disneyland. Let's go look at the nighttime activities and then the rides. So first on the list, we have Fantasmic. Uh, obviously, it's only done at night. So what do you like about Fantasmic? Um, I like the choreography and the way that they integrate everything into Fantasmic as a, as a show where they have actual live performers and they also have projection mapping and the big sp- I don't like to call them sprinklers, but they're basically water jets like with World of Color uh, that, you know, interact with with different um, projections and different lights. So it's a good show. I just I don't know. I wouldn't wait (laughs) and watch it anymore just because it the way that they have. It's not like we're in Disney World. You have the stadium over in in California. You have to stand and you're like packed as sardines, even if you have. Like reserved dining, it's it's just not a great experience. I liked it better before when you could sit down on blankets and enjoy it that way. Yeah, it seems like they ever since they added the the dining package and the fast passes, they they try to m- cram as many people as they can now, like even more than before. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's you know it's it's fun to watch. I mean, because you're they're, the characters and the boats get closer to you than if you're in the stadium, but it's still like, I'd rather have a seat. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I like the Hollywood Studios one because they have seats. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we actually got to, I didn't get to experience the one in Disney World because I think they canceled the show that night. Yeah, because of the rain. Yeah. It rained on that day. Yeah. It was raining when it was supposed to happen. I was like, oh, what a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> I think we were in Batu at the time. Yeah, we were. I, I I don't think they canceled it. I think they, they still did it, but it was wet, like really wet. <laughs> no, I think they said they were canceling it because that's okay, why we didn't walk okay. over. No, because I, I remember I walked over, but you guys were still in Batu. Oh, so I walked over that way, and they they were like, "Oh, we're still gonna have the show," and I was like, "Oh, you guys want to go?" But then it was wet. Oh, so we just didn't do it. Yeah, <laughs> I think my group ended up riding Slinky Dog Dash at night. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You guys rode it at night, yeah, because it was you know low low lines with yeah, the, yeah, exactly with the rain and the wet. <laughs> right. Right. All right, so next thing we have on here is the fireworks. They, they've gone through several fireworks shows, Disneyland Forever and, you know, like Wishes and all these other ones, uh, Mickey's Mixed Magic or whatever. Um, what, what do you like about the fireworks? I just love how Disney does fireworks. It's the proper way to do fireworks um, with syncing music to um, the show. And they've also introduced projection mapping onto the castle, Main Street, uh, the Matterhorn, and on um, the Overflow, where it's Small World now. Um, so it's it's just really great where you get to experience different parts of the show and different areas of the park. You always get a different feeling. Um, and like I said, also in the Concierge Lounge, it's a lot of fun. You can still see the tip of the Matterhorn. Uh, but yeah, the because they sync the music with the fireworks, it's a great show. Yeah, like... No matter what it is, it it seems to always work. Yeah, the, the fireworks. And I remember, like they'll do Disneyland Forever. Oh, it's awesome! They'll do Wishes. Oh, it's awesome! You know. <laughs> yeah, my favorite still is the the fiftieth show. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. Especially because we waited a really long time on a bench on Main Street because I think that was we were there for like five days or so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and we were like tired already. So our, our dad was like, you, you want to just wait for the fireworks? And we're like, yeah, let's do it. So we waited on a bench and we got a, a bench seat for the fireworks. And, um, it was, I was wowed when they did the, the haunted mansion. Is this room actually stretching? And then the fireworks were all around you. Yeah. That was awesome. That yeah. was really good. And then, um, with space mountain and their lasers, it was like really cool shooting across the park. Yeah, those are some powerful lasers. I mean, they still use those. Yeah, yeah. But it was a great show. <laughs> All right, so the next one we have here is the Main Street Electrical Parade, RIP. What what do you like about that parade? Everything. Everything. <laughs> From the starting notes to the end, it was such, such a great show. Um, it makes me so sad that it went bye-bye, but 
Uh, I have fond memories of it growing up. We would watch it all the time, watch the Main Street Electric Parade and then stay for the fireworks. Uh, I never fell asleep. Uh, it just captured the magic of Disneyland at nighttime. Yeah, that was a great show. Like it was really like the forerunner to the fireworks. Like it's a pre-show for the fireworks, but it's like a really good show on its own. Yeah, I especially love how original it was and and how the music was super catered to that show. They kept adding to it and it it just made it even more beautiful. Each bulb was taken care of, you know. It, I don't know. I I just love it so much. Definitely, definitely. All right, so the next thing we have on here is the Tomorrowland Terrace dancing. So that's that's always been changing. That's been changing a lot. The stage goes up. And before we talked about this last time was the the bands. They had the live bands, and now they have the DJ, and then they have the characters come out and dance with the kids. So, uh, what do you think about that? I think it's still a good option for for kids to have fun. Uh, there's definitely not as many people that that do it, just because it's not a live band, and uh, the parents don't get to experience that kind of live show within Disneyland. I mean, you could always go downtown and and enjoy live music there, but it's it's not the same as being in the park and and chilling out and watching your kids dance and enjoy live music. Yeah, it's a different different thing with a live cover band or something like that. Yeah. All right. So the next thing we have on here uh, is Videopolis. So that was before they, you know, like in the '80s, um, except for the '80s night. What did you um, What do you think about Videopolis? I don't remember actually experiencing it, but I think because they ended it in 1995, um, and I think they stopped doing like the the live performances and the video- music videos in like '89 or something like that. So it, it's it's definitely an '80s thing, and I didn't get to go for '80s night, so I didn't get to experience the revival of it. But I'm sure a lot of people hold uh, Videopolis near and dear to their hearts because I've seen people wearing uh, T-shirts that. That rep Videopolis. I have one that <laughs> I have one that has Videopolis on it. Even though I didn't actually experience it, I mean, I've I've seen the I've seen the videos of people like you know the the kids when they back in the eighties when they were uh, doing the Videopolis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looked like a good time. Yeah, <laughs> I think they had some pretty big names that that played there too. Yeah, yeah, back in the day. Yeah. All right. So next thing we have on here, the Royal Swing Big Band Ball on Saturday nights only. Uh, what do you what do you like about this at night? So I don't actually swing dance, but I love watching the people do it because some of them are really really good, and it's like they practice throughout you know the week or their actual professional swing dancers because they go all out. They do lifts. They you know take up most of the dance floor sometimes. But then you also get those cute old couples that you know grew up with that type of music, so they'll they'll go dance with their with their love and you know it's just so cute <laughs> yeah yeah it's fun to to have the big band and then you know have the swing like you know the swing music and yeah. then watch people do it so yeah um they, they hold this at where are they where are they holding those that is it's it at still the royal at? theater okay yeah, that's yeah what it's, I thought, still, it's still there yeah that that's where they used to have it before the royal theater was the royal theater <laughs> yeah it used to be just like a tent uh, type right, of area yeah. but yeah they used to do this a lot more often than just saturday nights because i think walt himself uh wanted to dance with with his wife so they used to hold these events and then they did couples night i believe yes that's right they did um and then they brought it back i don't remember when they brought it back but um once fantasy fair started again they they brought it back uh once more so it's at the royal theater on saturday nights nice it's a good time to to go dancing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's uh, let's look at Ogus Cantina. So Ogus Cantina at night. Do you feel like there's a different feel to it at night than in the daytime? I think so. Yeah, because um, just Batu in general at nighttime is a lot different because Disneyland and DCA they've really really improved their lighting techniques. So right. Um, Batu at nighttime, you feel even more like you're on another planet. Uh, because of the way that they light up the the rock structures with different colors and different um, types of, you know, the way they painted the rock structures, it makes you feel like you're on another planet on Batu. And uh, when you go into Ogas, it feels like you know a real bar. Definitely, yeah, definitely. That's what I that's what I really noticed about it at night. It's like 
you go in there, you feel like, hey, I'm going to the bar. Okay, you know. Yeah, and then feels you're, like you're, you si- can... you're standing outside with a bouncer and everything. Yeah, <laughs> feels like you can get to some real trouble, meet up with some smugglers. Yeah, that's yeah. It really gives you that that authentic authenticity there. Yeah. All right, so let's look at the last thing, um, which would be Disneyland After Dark. These were special event nights that were supposed to be happening more often this year, but unfortunately, with the pandemic, it hasn't really happened. They had the Pixar night, um, but then there were supposed to be more. Um, uh, what I do, think what do you the think? last one was going to be Villains Night. They got through three of them. Yeah, they they did, huh? Yeah, they they were supposed to be four this year. So what do you what do you think about the villains or, or the Disneyland After Dark nights? Because I they, they had the Sweethearts for Valentine's. They had the what was the other? They had the eighties. Yes, and 80s then they night had the Pixar. The Pixar, yeah, yeah. So if you were to have gone to any of them, which one would you have picked? Probably Pixar, just based on the food. Um, I'm not an eighties baby, so I wasn't really going for it. Uh, I'm a nineties kid, so right. right. Uh, if they had a nineties night, I definitely would have gone to that. Would you have gone to the the Valentine's one because it's so close to your birthday? No, no. I have a disdain for Valentine's Day, so okay. <laughs> it's a it's it takes a, over your birthday. Yeah, huh? it's a love hate relationship with Valentine's Day. All right, all right, fair enough. More hate than love, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so if they were to have, if they would have had the Villains Night this year, would that have been the one you picked? No, I, I still think it's Pixar uh, because I think Nelson was going to go to Villains Night with his sister and his brother-in-law. So yeah, they were going to go to that in April. And then it got postponed indefinitely. So yeah, you know, until next time. The Another thing that they do at night, um, they used to have the Mickey's Halloween party. And then last year they had the Oogie Boogie Bash at California Adventure. Uh, they were supposed to have it this year again, the Oogie's Bash, but they canceled all of them for this year. What do you think about those? Do you think you would have done any of those or like even the Christmas party? Would you have done any of that? I don't tend to do them because it's an additional cost, but I do recommend it for people that don't have annual passes because it's a it's a your ticket starts at 6 p.m. So right. you can still enjoy uh, Disneyland, you know, from 6 p.m. on to whenever you're, it ends. It ends, yeah. So it's it's a great thing. I remember doing uh, the leap year events. Oh, yeah. So those were the 24-hour events for um, Disneyland, and that was crazy. Up all night, huh? Up all night. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> I thought they were going to do it this year because it was a leap year, but they didn't. I think they should have. They should looking have. Looking back at it, right? Yeah. That would have been a nighttime thing, right? You know? Yeah. Do you remember what they usually had open during like the 24 hours? Did they have a lot of rides open or it's just like select rides? They had um, cycles. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, yeah. Some would open, some would close. Yeah, they would have like maintenance cycles. Um, some would be open. I know the train was open the whole time because uh, when by the time I got down there, uh, Kay and I boarded the train and we were basically like sleeping on the train and they didn't kick you <laughs> off. Everybody was taking naps on the train. That sounds like fun. Just sit yeah. on the train and take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah, let's let's look at the rides now um, for nighttime rides at Disneyland. Obviously, we've got Big Thunder Mountain up there. Uh, what do you th- what do you like about it at night? The lighting again. Um, the way that they light this ride, um, and if you can time it right, you can watch the fireworks. And watch Fantasmic at the same time, and also see Batu. So it's a lot of things happening, but it's it just like the ambiance of the ride itself sings at nighttime. Yeah, that's the best place to see all those things at the same time. Big Thunder, if you're gonna do it at night. What about the the queue at night? It's like super dark, right? It's super dark, especially on some parts. Uh, so. Definitely be careful where you're stepping. Under the bridge, it's like pitch black <laughs> sometimes. Uh, they need to add more lanterns. Yeah, there's, so there was one time I was like in line with you guys and I was like, I can't even see anybody. What's, yeah. what's going on yeah. here? <laughs> I think I dropped something at one point, so I had to use my phone as a flashlight. Yeah, inconvenient, but they don't have the lights there. <laughs> yeah. But it, I mean, it does it does give off that you know feel that you're yeah. in the West. Yeah. They could add a few more lanterns though. It wouldn't kill them. All right, so next we have the the Astro Orbiter on here. Um, what do you like about it at night? Oh, I didn't add that. <laughs> I don't. Oh, ride, I, I don't it. ever ride this ride. I I think it's better at night than the daytime. Even if I don't ride it that much, I obviously I like it better at night because when you're going around, you could see everything lit up. Uh, rather than in the day, 
it's not lit up. <laughs> yeah, I do like Tomorrowland at night. It feels more futuristic as well. Yeah, even though it's outdated. <laughs> yeah, but I think the nighttime kind of hides the dirt <laughs> and the oh, yes. the yes, light the like lackluster paint job that they're hopefully addressing right now. But yeah, the the lighting definitely tends to highlight the better parts of Tomorrowland. Definitely, definitely, I agree. All right, so we also have the Matterhorn on here. Do you like the Matterhorn at night? Oh, yeah, I definitely do, uh, especially if you can time it again with the fireworks. I think you and Nelson tried to do that, and you succeeded at one point. Yeah, we did. We actually rode it three times in a row because the line we did um, the single rider line, and there was no one in the single rider line. So we did it three times in a row, and on the third time, the fireworks were going off, and we're like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> you did it! And, it! and it so happened that we were in the same car Every time, even if we did the single rider. So it's yeah. like, got lucky. Yeah, I, I like the Matterhorn at nighttime um, just because, again, the lighting of Disneyland, it's it's so well done. The Imagineers really do a great job with highlighting the beauty at nighttime, especially like when you're on the Matterhorn, you can see different areas. So you can see, I think you can see Small World from one track and that lit up at nighttime is gorgeous. And then another area you can see part of Main Street and um, seeing like all the lights that are, are inside of the, the trees. It's 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 so beautiful. So um, in the past, they used to have the Skyway. That was open uh, part of the time at night. Do you ever remember going in that and then like looking at the whole park at night from the Skyway? I don't remember that, honestly. I don't even remember riding the Skyway, but I'm pretty sure I did. I remember. I actually remember that. It was, it was pretty cool, like seeing the whole park at night from the Skyway. Mm-hmm. But they would close it because of the fireworks, right? Right. But it's cool. It's really cool. So next, we also we had the Jungle Cruise. What do you like about that at night versus the day? I feel like you get more of the experience. Uh, you can't see ahead as much because you're relying on your skipper's uh, floodlight to point things out. Um, and then I basically memorize the ride already. So I know where, where things are happening, but I think you get more of the experience from, uh, if, you know, if you've never ridden it before or you've never ridden at, at nighttime, um, it's a great, great change of pace. Yeah. I have to agree. You, you would be like, Oh, what's happening? You know? And then you rely on the skipper to say what's happening. (laughs) Yeah. All right. The next thing we have here is storybook land boat ride. What do you like about this at night? So particularly the archway of where it plays A Whole New World, it's lit up really beautifully. Um, it has like twinkle lights throughout the arches. So it's really great at nighttime and, and seeing the way that they light up the little tiny structures and all the tiny little trees and everything. It's, it's, it's beautiful at nighttime. I much prefer it. Because it's a slow, relaxing ride, and it's kind of romantic at some points. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I, I really like it when it's lit up like that. You see the the small storybook scenes. It's mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah, it's a it's a more beautiful at nighttime than during the daytime. I think. Yeah, I agree. Especially since it's a slower ride, you're not baking in the sun again. <laughs> right, right, exactly, exactly. So uh, let's combine two of the rides here: uh, Dumbo and Casey Junior Train, since they're like kind of connected. Not really, but they're like. From the same movie, <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you like about those? What do you like about those two at night? Start with Dumbo. Seeing um, all of Fantasyland from Dumbo lit up is really, really nice. Um, it's sort of like riding the Astro Orbiter, but it's slower, so you can appreciate things more because uh, you're doing less revolutions and you can just you're basically flying above Fantasyland, and it's really pretty. And then I guess that would be like the same for the Casey Junior train because you can see. The storybook land plus fantasy land. Yeah, and and it's it's really like I said, I really love seeing storybook land, um, the boat ride at nighttime. So it's it's great. Nice. So we also have King Arthur's carousel at Fantasyland. What do you like about this one at night? The carousel is lit up really nicely, and uh, it just feels like a little bit more romantic with it being like at the center of Fantasyland. And the way that they light Fantasyland, it's not harsh lights. It's really warm and inviting, and it feels like you're in a storybook. Uh, so seeing it at nighttime is really great. Yeah, I really like the look. If you were to film or if you were to take pictures while on the carousel at night, it looks awesome. Like yeah. the shots you get, it's it's really good. Especially if you do like a long exposure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Get those cool streaks. Nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, um, so... We also have 
the teacups at Fantasyland. What do you like about this better than the daytime at night? So the teacups at Disneyland don't have a canopy like at, at Disney World's Magic Kingdom um, because it's not needed. So you get to see, you don't really get to see the stars, but you get to see the night sky and having the lanterns lit up. They like to use different color light bulbs um, that you know, flash and change colors. So it kind of makes you feel like you're in a trippy dream type of thing. And it really enhances the feeling of, you know, being in a crazy teacup. Yeah, I love it at night. Again, like I'll, I'll take a video from it and just looks really colorful yeah, in the it's, video. Yeah, it's like you're in a, in a story. Right, right. It, it's pretty awesome. It's like, wow, I'm actually in Alice in Wonderland. That's mm-hmm. what I get the feeling of. Yeah, talking about Alice in Wonderland, at nighttime it's really great too. Cause it, what, do you, what, do you, what do you like about that? I mean, it's right next to the teacups. What do you like yeah, about that? Yeah, because you pop out um, outside a couple of times. And when you pop out, you get to you, you go down on the caterpillar uh, trail, you zigzag, and you get to see people like screaming on the teacups, which is a lot of fun. And at night, like it's even more enhanced. So Yeah, because they're, they're lit up, literally. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're like the center of your attention. All right, so finally on our list, we have Autopia. So what do you like about this ride at night? So I normally hate Autopia. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I avoid it at all costs. I used to love it so much. But if I'm going to ride it, I'm going to ride it at nighttime because one, it's it's a lot cooler, like temperature wise. And two, it's lit up really nicely. There's a lot of great scenes and scenery. And um, the way that the Imagineers try to draw your eye with the lighting is really great. And it just feels more like a like a drive like you're driving through the countryside, or I guess, um, at nighttime. Yeah, I like that too. That's if I were to pick a time to ride Autopia, it would be nighttime. That's like, like you were saying, they light up certain sections, and then it draws your eye toward that, and you're like, oh, cool. Yeah. You feel like you're driving through a park, or like you're, you're you know, you're somewhere out in the countryside, like you said. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, that's that's all the rides that we have at Disneyland at night. Anything you want to say to our listeners to close? Yeah. So let us know what you love doing at nighttime, what your favorite activities are at Disneyland Resort, because uh, this is clearly not an extensive list. There are a lot of different things, especially uh, my cho- my snack choices at nighttime. So uh, <laughs> this, this could be a discussion. So let us know. And uh, I just want to thank you for tuning in. And I hope you all are staying safe out there. So yeah, I'd also like to thank all the listeners for tuning in to this episode. Like Arissa said, let us know what your thoughts are on your favorites at Disneyland and California Adventure at Downtown Disney or the hotels at night or you know even the day. So thanks for tuning in. And on behalf of Arissa, I'd like to say keep your watches, sync to Disney time. See ya. Bye. Disney.